0: Everyone, welcome to the slightly delayed one-year anniversary episode of Twin Cities Trekkies. I am Wes, and I'm Kenzie.
1: Yeah, one year. I know, crazy. (laughs) It wouldn't be it wouldn't be a year without a delay, though. Like that's just kind of how things go. Especially with, uh, with me being around and life in general. Just this past year has been kind of crazy. So,
0: yeah. Yep, so technically this is episode 38, but this is definitely our one-year anniversary episode. So slightly delayed. It would have been last week, but, you know, life happened. So it it, it happens. So that's pretty much what we've been going by for the last year or so. Yep. Uh, Yep, so life does happen on occasion. So, (laughs) So, yeah, so that's okay. So, yeah, so we're going to be talking about, like, you know, how we felt so far doing this for the past year doing this and uh enjoying what we're doing, stuff like that. So so it might be short, who knows? I don't know. But
1: uh <laughs> short and sweet, or it could be a long winded love letter or hate letter for this past year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, Uh so so yes. Yeah. So Again, in touch with us It is simple. Send us an email at tctrekkiespodcast at gmail dot com. Feel free to send us an email with anything you like to say. Granted, if you've listened to us over the past year, we definitely would enjoy what your what, what what you've liked about it, what you haven't liked about it, you know that kind of thing. Anything is feasible for us, you know. Definitely, we're we've done this for a year, but you know we are always willing to improve. I think.
1: Exactly. Yes. That's the growth mindset. That's all
0: what life yep. is about. Exactly. Yep. And yep. You can also let us know on Facebook and Instagram. The handle is TC Trekkies pod. Uh, speaking of that, we had, when I posted about, um, the one year anniversary, uh, Star Trek podcast by the name of starship Tempest did congratulate us on ha- hitting that one year milestone. Awesome. So, uh, Yep, and they're they're like a more of a role playing podcast, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, role playing Star Trek podcast. So, I mean, they, like all the people who are involved do like different roles and that kind of thing. So, That's yeah. So Starship. So Starship Tempest did tell us uh, did say congratulations on making it this far, and I responded to them saying like you know, wow, I never expected we get this far, <laughs> but hey. You know, if people are out there and enjoy listening to us, that's fine with me. I, I mean, I enjoy doing this with you and stuff like that. So yeah. that's that's the main thing about it. Is I I enjoy doing this.
1: Exactly, it's yep. meant
0: to be so, something yep. fun and, for us. Yep. And if you have a a voice message for us, you can send us a voice message by going to anchorfm trekkies Once you get once you get there, hit that little message button and make sure you turn on your microphone so we can hear you. So. And, you know, just keep in mind that any feedback you do leave, vocal or written, may be featured in a future episode of this podcast. Okay, so we have some interesting news lately. Uh, the Star Trek universe. First of all, um, if uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Kenzie, this was actually kind of fairly new. So Connor Trinneer and Dominic Keating, who are stars of Star Trek Enterprise, have started uh, a, a a Enterprise video cast, I should say.
1: <laughs> mm, that's cool. Yeah. So I'm so,
0: so um, yeah. So yeah, this was fairly new. It was fairly announced a couple weeks ago by. Connor Turner himself actually on social media because he's actually more active than Dominic Keating is. Uh, so um, he announced that him and Dominic are going to be doing uh, a, a start an enterprise kind of like video cast, you know, uh, talking about anything related to their show that they were on for four seasons and uh, stuff like that. So they've had two episodes so far. Um, they launched on the. 20th anniversary of the first airing of Shuttle Pod 1. Ooh. So that classic first season episode of Enterprise. So they did a table read of that episode. So they had they had both of them doing their parts but then also had Gary Graham who was in that Enterprise as the Masters of All, did the voice of Archer and um, some other um, some other friends of theirs did other voices for uh, T'Pol and Hoshi and stuff like that. So um, <laughs> um, I haven't got a chance to watch the whole thing through and through, but uh, they have done two episodes so far. Their mm-hmm. first real episode just dropped today, which is February 20th. Um, they dropped their first episode. They talked with Dr. Fox himself, John Billingsley. Nice. So <laughs> and oh, I've watched okay. a little bit of it. It, 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 it. It's really fun. It's called The Shuttle Pod Show. So that's what it's called, up Plot Show. It's on YouTube, stuff like that. And it's it's really – I've watched like 10, 15 minutes of that episode with John Billings today, and it was hilarious. Yeah. And, uh, them, nice. and them talking about, you know, Star Trek and stuff like that because they mentioned that, uh, like, John Billings was the guest, was the, was the guest, and he talked about um, – he's the um, head of the Hollywood um, food thing. I forgot his name, something with food insecurity in the ho- in, in Los Angeles. So he's the head of the nonprofit for that. And okay. he mentioned something about the Trek Talks um, uh, telethon they had late last year um, to raise money for that nonprofit. They raised $75,000 to help food insecurity oh. and stuff like that. They had, I mean, it was put on by them and also by the Trek Geeks podcast. So that's um, Dan, De- um, what's his name? Dan and Bill Smith, uh, uh, from Trek geeks and stuff like that. So they watched that last year and it was like an eight hour marathon. Never got a chance to watch it. They had a bunch of panels on there, a bunch of, uh, behind the scenes people and stars like Lee. They, I think, I think they had the, the the Akudas on the show too. I think, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Mike and Denise Akuda and David Livingston and stuff like that. So they had a few of those things to raise $75,000 to help, um, Food insecurity during these difficult times with the pandemic. Yeah. So, so that's what they've been. That's what they. That's so that's the Shuttle Pod show. Um, and stuff like that. It's gonna be. I think it's weekly. So it's not weekly available on Sundays on YouTube. So that's what they're gonna be doing, and um, it's kind of in the same vein of the Delta Fires podcast. If you ever heard of that one, mm-hmm. Kenzie. That one's hosted by Garrett Wong and Robert Duncan McNeil. They rewatch Voyager. So, (laughs) yeah, so it's kind of in the same vein of that, but that's why I was understanding that it wasn't Enterprise rewatch podcast. It's like theirs. Yeah. But no, it's different. It's different (laughs) I mean, I think
1: that's like a big part of podcasting, video casting, any of that, is just finding your own voice and what it is you even want to do and kind of figuring it out along the way. Like I've seen a lot of TV shows doing that now where they make a podcast with their like fellow actors because it's just like a way for them to spend time together and talk about things. And I think for them, it can be helpful and, you know, keep their network alive and well, and sometimes bring more opportunity. So I haven't really, I didn't really get into a lot of podcasts for the longest time Just I would like here and there, like NPRs, like Mm -hmm. anything with Ira Glass, like uh, listening to uh, like this American life and just radio stuff more than like podcasts. But I've been like branching out. I was listening to the Always Sunny podcast with some of the characters from Always Sunny in Philadelphia, so it's cool to hear ones for Star Trek too, and I'll have to check those out.
0: Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. So that's what they, that's what that's what uh, Garrett Wong and uh, Robert Duncan McNeil do. They rewatch Voyager. They're in the middle of, I think, in the middle of season four now. Of watching vo- rewatching are Voyager. Good, for- huh? For, for the Delta Flyers, um, stuff like that. So, and I know that they, it's kind of like in the same vein of like watching off, uh, listening to Office Ladies too. Um, that, that is Angela Kinsey and Jenna Fisher rewatching The Office. Um, uh, oh, yeah, and talking about it with, with, the, with their background of being on the show for nine years. So, and stuff like that. So, there you go. <laughs> There, there's a lot there's, I think I think a lot more actors are trying to do that now to like yeah. you know still still do stuff but then you know still do stuff on the on, on t v nice because and it's
1: movies. like giving them their own like their own power to just be whatever they want to yeah. be to people which like like for like shows you're being paid it's a job and the, and mm-hmm. it's more just like a chance for them to hobby and have fun with whatever it is they want yeah. to interact with people about
0: yeah and since since they do their own podcast, they can talk about their how they were on the show, how it all went down, and it, it, they're offering their own perspective because they were there. So, and that's why I think that's what uh, both both Delta Fires and Office Ladies do. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. They're doing that starting this sweet starting this month. Wow. Um, yeah. So um, we actually have some news about Strange New Worlds. Both controversy and controversial and also good news too
1: finally something though at least that's all it really is. Yes. I say good overall because at least they're talking about it again and it's not like a like did I have a fever dream that this was actually happening or like <laughs> is this real because I, I haven't heard from about it for so long that everyone's like what's yeah what's going on with that did that get like put on the back burner did that get put away
0: as a project <laughs> well Here's the deal. They got their composer for Strange New Worlds. It's Nani Melumad, hmm. who does Prodigy. So,
1: That's
0: exciting. Uh, yeah, uh, she announced it on a Strange New Pod just two weeks ago. So she has been on their show a couple times. She did once for Prodigy, an episode of Prodigy that they reviewed. Um, they do every Thursday night. They do um, a live stream, and like. 9 30 our time which is central time but they do um they they do a live stream every thursday night after a new episode of star trek drops on paramount plus so Mad has been on the show twice she did once for a prodigy episode and then when uh discovery came back last week she came back on the show and announced that she is the composer for strange new worlds so uh so she announced that she has done the first seven episodes so far, scored the first seven episodes. There's 10 for the season. But uh, so she's almost done scoring the season and composing it and, you know, putting the music into the episodes. And she's, she's, she says that she's really happy about it. She's really excited about the fans actually seeing it. And so like that, people will be very happy. And stuff so like that, once the show actually drops in May, so so Maria so she'll, she'll be coming, she'll be doing the pro she'll be doing the scores. But unfortunately that's all she's doing is the episodic scores. Hmm. Um, it has it has been reported by her and it was confirmed by IMDb and Trekmovie.com that Jeff Russo is doing the title the title sequence. So I, I I'm kind of disappointed personally.
1: Yeah.
0: Because you know. I would have loved to have seen her do her own take on the theme for this show, for the main title theme. But um, I understand, you know, you need some collaboration and stuff like that because that's what she does for Prodigy. Is just the opposite like, scores, and Michael yeah. Giacchino did the did the title sequence. It might
1: for just Prodigy. be like a thing, like that. That's her. That's her niche. You know, like that's what she yeah i mean i wouldn't if she's okay with that that's you know that's
0: good yeah it's if she's okay with it eh, that's fine i mean but it's disappointing but um but who knows maybe down the line with new shows down the line which by the way we have two of them i can mention uh like stuff like that she could probably do this the theme song for uh, the theme music for one of their shows
1: yeah
0: uh they said that We're expecting more news about the Section 31 show soon, they said, that we haven't heard anything else since, but, and stuff like that. So it may be starting, the wheels are starting to turn on that show, Section 31, and uh, there is a report out from Deadline Hollywood that was on the 1st of this month, February, that the Starfleet Academy show could be starting to get some wheels going on that one as well. Um, uh, There's some, I I don't know what the person who created it uh, is uh, in the process of pitching this, a take on the show, but uh, we, that's a show that can be set in any era. So it could be set after enterprise could be set after the original series films or heck, even with discovery. Mary Wiseman has left has temporarily left the show. Done like there's, there's this one episode of Discovery season four, in which she's with a group of cadets mm-hmm. on a planet. So she and she was offered a teaching role at the new Starfleet Academy in the in the thirty one hundreds. So it could potentially she could potentially leave Discovery and lead that show.
1: Yeah, That would be cool too. Yeah. Also, so I love I love shows where they're out branching that more though. Like that was like my I was excited about with like lower decks where it's like focusing on the other people in places mm-hmm. around like just a captain crew, like a captain and a crew on the yeah. bridge, you know, like actually checking out people behind the scenes. Like I would love to see a whole a whole a storyline about people going through like getting becoming cadets and going through Starfleet Academy. Like that'd be epic. So many backstories to each of the captains, especially like, I mean, probably most crazy besides Kirk, is, yeah. uh, um, yeah, with, uh, you don't know, like, a yeah, a car getting stabbed through the heart and everything that's during Starfleet Academy and like all of his stories and fights and things. Mm-hmm. I like, I want to hear more of that,
0: yeah, and that's fine. And it, it, yeah, like, um, Prodigy's geared towards kids and. Everything else is geared towards adults, but, you know, with the Starfleet Academy show, you can get potentially the young adults, like, people who, like, which I know is, like, the all-important 18 to 24 demographic, or anywhere from, like, 15 onward. Yeah, 15 to 18 and 18 to 24, so demographic, you know. So who knows what's gonna happen with that? So the hope is that this person—I don't know what the name of the name of the person is—it's someone that I don't know—has gonna be pitching a take on the take on the subject with uh, Paramount Plus, and it's hopefully gonna get get it going by the end of the year. So uh, regarding like casting, production. Filming that kind of thing, so it probably won't be until it probably won't be until the end one of the shows ends, obviously. But so, like I said, it probably most likely will be Picard who ends first. But yeah. um, but who knows? Uh, stuff like that. So, um, so uh, there is unfortunately some sad gaming news. Um, Bridge Crew, which was a VR game that was developed a few years ago is being somewhat disappearing, is somewhat disappearing off of like places like Oculus yeah. and Steam.
1: It's just like so, not being supported anymore by them, like those platforms? Yeah,
0: I guess it, that's what I understand. It, it could be a licensing is, issue. It's unclear as to why. Okay. but well, um,
1: Who licenses that? I, who, I don't who remember who, who does that. It now.
0: Um, does I it don't come? remember who did. Bridge Crew? Oh, Star Trek crazy. Bridge Crew?
1: I just wanted to see who did it cause
0: I guess I did not even actually Ubisoft did it. Yeah, Ubisoft developed developed this game. It was a it was a virtual reality game, and you were in the charge of like like an old uh, your own crew and stuff like that. So it's unclear as to why, but there's maybe maybe a licensing issue. So it's yeah. kind of sad. Yeah, it's
1: too bad. Um. Oh, and, <laughs> so I've not done yeah, any VR. I don't. I've never really tried VR. So. It might be, I, I would love to try it sometime if I ever have the chance.
0: I, I, I tried it once. It was a little disorienting. Okay. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what I was thinking where I was like, I, I still have yet to do it because there's, there's never been much of an experience that I thought I'd want to be fully immersed in without it just being like, I'm looking at it. Like I'm fine observing stuff, not being surrounded by it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's going on. I don't know. Is it this maybe a licensing issue with Ubisoft and Paramount Global? And stuff like that, um uh, speaking of Paramount Global, that is actually the new name for Viacom c b s they as of this past week, they are no longer called that It is called Paramount Global
1: hmm
0: so yeah, so but we call it be called Paramount just for simple marketing reasons yeah. was there any
1: yeah. reason for the change or just
0: yeah they, they said they wanted to have more of like a broader like as Paramount plus expands which will be this summer and stuff like that, starting this summer and continuing throughout the next year and stuff like that. They kind of wanted to be more unified in terms okay. of like the branding and stuff like that. So, yeah. So that is what Paramount Global is now it is no longer called Viacom C B S. So yep, they said they wanted to make a more iconic global name to, in, to increase their worldwide focus. So, and um, yeah, so the uh, the LGBTQ magazine Out—if you ever heard of that, Kenzie—it's um, a publication dedicated to like LGBTQ community members and stuff like that. They had a six—they uh, had like a, a a special Star Trek Discovery um, uh, feature uh, to celebrate the seven recurring and main cast members who are part of that community, which would be Take Nataro, Blue Del Barrio, Ian Alexander, Mary Wiseman, Emily Kutz, and Anthony Rapp and Wilson Cruz. Um and I I read some of the articles. It's it's they were talking about, like for example, when uh Rap and Wilson were uh, Cruz were interviewed, they talked about being about being the first gay couple in Star Trek and stuff like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was kinda which was kinda cool but the one that was really kind of cool to read about was for Emily Coots. Um, she obviously she's coming out. She's, she's part of the community now. She came out in 2020 actually yep. to, yep, and, but during the read, she, she found out she can be more open when, when they were doing the uh, table read for the final episode of season two of discovery, um, which was called such sweet sorrow. Uh she found out that uh, she could be more open to her castmates and stuff like that if she, when they were doing this, doing the filming and stuff like that, of the mm-hmm. of the finale, which was kind of interesting to see hear that happening. You know, it's like Star Trek actually helps them be more comfortable in who they are and stuff like that. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. You know that uh, that, that she uh, came out uh, she came out to her castmates, let the whole public know later on. And stuff like that.
1: It's nice to know that uh, that these different shows, especially like in Star Trek, that it's like helping people feel like they're part of a mm-hmm. community and finding themselves. Because as opposed to being on a show where you know they have a terrible experience and it's stressful or something, you know, like it seems like a lot of cast members feel like they're family and that they feel close to people and have a good relationship with their like coworkers.
0: Yeah. So that's what. Um... Yeah, that was that was interesting reading that article from about her. So so that was interesting nice to say to about hear. that. Some
1: wholesome wholesome news, wholesome reading.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um and now this might be have been a, may have been a joke or it was probably absent-mindedly, but one of the producers of Star Trek Prodigy may have slipped some of their ideas out for what they were planning to do for season 2, which is um I read the tweet because it was posted on daily Star Trek news um he had they had somewhat jokingly ideas for a sequel to time zero by having Mark Twain come back <laughs> um and Tendi being a captain but being chicote from Adalternate alternate timeline <laughs> so, so it may have been a joke. It, it, may, it may have been a joke or it could have been. What they were really planning.
1: why I like so, lower decks though, because honestly, given what they've done, the like for their past episodes, none of it would surprise me. It's like it could be a joke, but they also might be completely serious because they've done crazier things.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we also have some movie news. We have finally figured out what that Shackman Matt Shackman movie will be. What yeah. timeline will be? It will be the Kelvin Timeline. It will be a fourth Yay. Kelvin Timeline film. J.J. <laughs> Abrams revealed that at the Investor Day event this past week for, Paramount's and its shareholder, for Paramount and its shareholders, saying that we're hard at work working on a new Star Trek movie featuring our, our original cast, and uh, we can't wait for you to see it. Um, stuff like that. Pretty much what, that's what it was, to, yeah. to an extent. So it is the film being directed by Matt Shackman. So, um, uh, that's what we understand. It will be that movie. Um, so it could be, we don't know anything about it. Could be a reworking of the original Beyond sequel story. Who knows? It could be a completely different story. Who knows?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: but they're, they're going to, they're going to try to, uh, they're going to, the contract negotiations are ongoing to bring back the original cast of those films. Say, uh, of, of course, without. Anton Yelchin, obviously, which is, uh, but I've always said this and I, I completely am on board with this theory. If they, because Abram said that they would never recast Anton Yelchin when he passed away six years ago. So he said they would never recast him. So how do you explain the presence of Chekhov, but then put a navigator on Enterprise? Well, first of all, you could put some reason why he's off the ship.
1: I'm you can write that, to that in. that out,
0: yeah. But, but who can replace him as a navigator? Here's my theory. A woman of color in a hijab. Yeah. So, because the reason why I say that is because it could show that Star Trek is still being progressive without being backwards. Yeah. And so like that. Oh, like, and it, it and could...
1: it embodies the original reason why they had Chekhov in the first place. Yeah like being mm-hmm. like that it's it's like a political outreach of the sign of the times of like when yeah. the show was created being like look somebody from like where now you know the Soviet Union can coexist among other people from across mm-hmm. earth and across planets just fine yep. and like look how yep. great and trivial our problems are because it doesn't matter in the future and I feel like that would be a great way to say the same thing again being like look at these things that people are upset about that politicize and be you know so critical about but it doesn't matter in the star trek universe because it does yeah. it, it's it doesn't matter everybody's working together and we're all in it together
0: yeah exactly that's my thinking exactly for putting a woman in a hijab you know a woman of color in a hijab, in a hijab yeah so cuz it could be a federation planet that practices islam still and, yeah. you know, like, you know, kind of like kind of like what the um, uh, the uh, um, was it called that uh, Native American planet in next generation, you know, oh, uh, yeah. kind of like that kind of thing. Like were, they 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 left Earth, they became they they, they are still celebrating their traditions yep. and stuff like that. So there could be a similar kind of situation with. Um, and I feel like that's very this,
1: it's very realistic because for a lot of races, especially important ones in the Federation, like the Bajorans, are very open practice religion. Like yeah, people like it's it's completely tied to their their entire species. Is religious practice. And so it's not to be said that like religion should not have a place in the Star Trek universe or that that's something that yeah. just isn't viable in the future because it is. It's been written in and it yeah. works successfully. And mm-hmm. some have very like almost religious like, like some would argue even Vulcans, besides being people of science, that that is their religion. Like the way that they behave and act and practice, that is all based around almost a religious view of science.
0: Yeah, and that's why I think that with that I could see that happening, you know, be yeah. progressive but also, you know, because I'm thinking about like not only just that, but also with what happened in Afghanistan last year. Yeah. With the with, with the withdrawal of the US US forces in that country and so with that a bunch of refugees now are in our country mm-hmm. from that conflict are in this country now and it, it could yeah. be the same way, you know, you know, kind of thing. That's why I think about the same thing regarding that. So Anyway, yeah. So that is the movie that's coming out in December of 2023. We're gonna get a Kelvin timeline film. The reason I'm why saying, they're gonna the reason why they're gonna do it is because Paramount cited market research saying that there is still a viable audience for this cast. Um, so with that, they cited market research saying that this cast still has market value. Well,
1: I still so, like most of my friends, like at least our generation, like age group. Mm-hmm it was the Trek that came out. Like, uh, that, was yeah. big. that wasn't was a TV show. Like, they actually have, like, a movie series around recognizable characters but taking a new spin on yeah. it. Like, to this day, like, most of my friends, that is their main and only exposure to Star Trek is those movies. Because, I don't know, TV, TV series, especially ones that are just so big, like Star Trek, I think, can be a bit intimidating. And for the most part, yeah. from what I hear from people, it's so much more approachable to have movies. And those were a perfect way to engage with people around Star Trek. So most of my friends, that yeah. is was like, when they think Star Trek, they're thinking Kelvin timeline, Star Trek. So I'm yes. excited for it. Yes. It means my best yeah, friend yeah. and I can go to a movie together that's Star Trek and she'll love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, that's, and that's, that's a good thing that they're going to do, still do this cast, even though the cast at this point has done three movies in the span of seven years, but then, but then it's been six years since the last one. So, uh, you know, it may be a little bit different. Now, who knows? Yeah. I mean, people are, are like, I'll believe it when I hear that the cast is indeed coming back.
1: Yeah, So I think that's probably the biggest thing. Like, I'd assume they don't come back unless there's just some crazy reason that they don't yeah. want to or if it was like a bad experience. But it doesn't sound like that if. If they're already like, yeah, we're just working on getting that all set up. It doesn't sound like I've ever heard any outcry of it being a bad production time no. or a bad experience no. for people. So the only thing is just yeah. that the the gap left by losing somebody who's close to the crew, like somebody who's important yeah. to the story. I feel like that's definitely tough, and I could see that being like the only thing that's probably a bit, probably a bit hard to be like, we're all going to get back together, but without him, and then yeah, without and
0: without. That. Yeah. Yeah, without Anton Yelchin, yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. I mean, yeah. I, I I imagine like the first few days is gonna be hard coming back onto yeah. the bridge of the Enterprise and seeing that he's not there. Yeah, you know, because they were all because unlike the original series cast, which the new cast is based on, they all got along.
1: Yeah, so, I, isn't that so funny to hear? Like, I, that's what I was thinking about too. Of like. Man, there's a lot of lot of drama and decrying from the original series. Like you could definitely hear stories about how they do not like each other and were you know like left this world on bad terms with people. And but it it seems like all later series tend to be pretty like good with each other. Like not a lot of drama. It's I think just for being a first time thing very very different crew in a very different time i think it's definitely kind of an old world view trying to break the mold that star trek's trying to push past the present and into the future and i feel like that was bound to bring out some bad blood of like people not willing not being willing to accept the vision that star trek had but they would they wouldn't mind the money and getting paid so they were you know partook in in that whole series even if they didn't agree with it
0: yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, you know, and I, I think that's one thing that's that's kind of like, uh, but they all got along, this Kelvin crew yep. got along, and it's going to be hard when they come back on set, because they're hoping they're going to be filming by the end of this year. So, okay. so, whenever they start filming this movie, whenever it starts and stuff like that, the first few days are going to be very, very hard. Uh, especially for people who were uh, some of the cast who were very very close to Anton Yelchin
1: yeah
0: so I mean the whole cast was but there were a few others who were closer than they were than others were so it's going to be very very hard Uh, I I can imagine it'd be very very hard but but who knows what's going to happen I mean yeah yeah I mean we've had false starts in the last six years so, yeah I, don't know. I
1: know I'm like to, to bring it all together that's just life right like from our podcast yeah. all the way out to watching yeah. any, any of the movies and their development we've had seen plenty of that happen delays due to the current state of the world down to personal yep. reasons for people like it it happens but you know yep. Star Trek's gonna keep on rolling so as long as we all keep happens. having that hope that's all that matters
0: yep and um, a couple of more, th- a couple of few more things here. I mean, we're talking about the news a lot, a lot lately. Uh, Paramount Plus is expanding, obviously, like I mentioned before. Uh, they mentioned uh, they had what is going to be available to Paramount Plus subscribers elsewhere. Uh, the UK, Ireland, um, stuff like that will get it this summer. That includes South Korea and France as well. So they'll have those countries as well included in their expansion. But we don't know about any other plans for Africa or the rest of Asia uh, until it, – but it's more likely going to happen next year. Yeah. But the, but the goal is to have Paramount Plus everywhere by 2024. So that's the, that's the goal because they reported about 50 million subscribers uh, 50, 60 million subscribers, um, at their event, uh, already have signed up in many different countries, not just, not just the United States and, and other countries that already have it. But it, with one year still, with one year down, they've had about 50 million subscribers. So across many different, ter- a few territories already, not just the United States. So, but, um, that may complicate for the distribution of new Star Trek content, who knows? I don't know. Yeah. And this leads into the controversy, actually. So uh, during the event for the Star Trek era, uh, part of the Investor Day event for Paramount Properties, um, that, that, they had announcements for other shows, like South Park will be coming back to Paramount, will be coming to Paramount Plus in 2025 after the HBO Max streaming rights expire. Hmm. um yeah <laughs> and they're gonna like, and halo the, the halo tv show got renewed for a second year without even one episode I coming out yet
1: like that's so funny i you know i always get may, hope that that means it's good because people have like signed off on it and they were like yeah this is gonna be great but also you never know
0: yeah you never know like, yeah halo season two will be coming after night without even one episode shown yet uh and Butthead will be coming back. <laughs> so yeah. that, that, was, that was not just the only the events that were mentioned at all oh, their Paramount Viacom properties. But this is where the controversy happened. So apparently at the event, there was a trailer for Strange New Worlds. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just going to mention this because uh, so don't kill us, Paramount. <laughs> yeah. But but what had happened was there were fan sites like Trek Central and Trek Sphere and Trek Core and stuff like that were reporting on this trailer they were sharing screen caps captures from this trailer oh. which showed which showed pictures of the enterprise showed uh Pike uh number 1 and and Spock and stuff like that and and Uhura Cadet Uhura And roughly, it it was shared about 3.30 our time. And about three hours later, they were all taken down. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, they were all taken down. Uh, A few um, Twitter feeds got suspended, Truck Central being one of them. So, being one of them. But... uh,
1: Was it it known that it was, was it like... A leak and people knew it was a leak or were they just not it was not known it was a leak and then they like misconstrued it thinking it had already been released to the public
0: what had happened was um this trailer was only shown to its investors it was never meant to be shown to the public oh and uh they were under the impression that they could share whatever the heck they want with like, yeah, because pictures
1: I feel like that's a big thing. Like you really have to make sure you understand, like what, like who's yeah. allowed to see it. I don't know if that was just misconstrued or not. Uh, like not. I think so it was hard. an honest mistake.
0: Yeah, I think it was an honest. I think it was an honest mistake that people were sharing them. Yeah. But a lot of but a lot of sites were like saying we gotta respect the IP, yeah. you know, and, and take it down. I mean, I know Trek Central's admin team were very very angry yeah uh, we're very very well, angry because then you Paramount. wonder
1: how did they get it was it intentional did somebody leak it or was it just like somebody didn't realize like that yeah I mean, it, is, it is a tough situation because it, it definitely it falls is. on the on the realm of like not having enough information about sharing that yeah
0: yeah hopefully so hopefully people uh, don't
1: feel bad about it because it's not their fault <laughs>
0: No, it's not. It's not their fault. It really, it wasn't their fault. Um, yeah. Yeah, it really wasn't their fault. I don't blame them at all. I mean, I mean, it's an honest mistake um, and stuff like that. And I have been very, very weary about, you know, because I'm a head, head, head admin for a group for Strange New Worlds. So I've been very, very hesitant about fans of a group or members of the group actually sharing those photos. Because yeah. I'm going, like, does Paramount really want me to do that? Because I don't really want our group to be contacted by Meta and then shut it down. Uh, I
1: mean, you can always just let yeah. everyone know and just be like, hey, just so you know, like, that stuff is getting flagged. Don't post it. Otherwise, you can get our group in trouble.
0: Yeah, that's what I did. I did that. Yeah. I did that. I did, I did do that. Yeah, so that's what's unfortunate what happened. So that's a, a little bit of controversy. Granted, it's controversy that Paramount probably didn't need to happen. Yeah. Uh, but who knows? I mean, it's, it's disappointing. And, uh, but speaking of, let's, start, let's, let's end the news on a high note. Yeah. Well, we, we have some uh, pictures of the uh, Playmates toys. Oh, uh, so. It, the, yeah, so um, earlier this month, they, released, they revealed their first wave of action figures from a few eras of Star Trek. That would be from Discovery, uh, Star Trek II, the con, uh original series, and Next Generation. So, um, and stuff like that. They also revealed a Enterprise toy toy. So, uh, re- based on the original series version of Enterprise. So, and stuff like that. They will be out in stores this fall. It
1: looks super
0: cool. Yeah, out. and they oh, also yeah. revealed the Prodigy toys, the Prodigy toys, too. Oh, well, I they I also revealed that. their. Their, their Prodigy line, and those will start being shipped out this fall, and they'll be in toy stores and toys, stores across the country early next year. So, so we'll get. So, pretty, pretty much toys. I think this was pretty much a good idea to put Prodigy out there, you know, for the kids.
1: Yeah, so, like, so they have their I, own
0: I adventures. To, yeah, <laughs> yeah. make their own adventures with the toys. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's like the end of the, let's end the news on a happy note with that. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I'm just looking forward to the next year. We have so much in store. And just looking yes, at this we, past year, everything that's happened, it's, like, culminating now to this year.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. You know, over the past year or so. Yeah. So, this is the one-year anniversary show. Woo! <laughs> wow. I never, I never got this far with my old Star Trek podcast. And that was...
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, I, like, given some of that, like, the living and learning and just finding your voice and everything. So...
0: Yeah. So My yeah, I never got that too. far. I never got that far with the Minnesota Star Trek Nerd podcast. I never got that far. I got, I got to, ten months. <laughs> yeah, it's close. Almost yeah, here. I got ten months. I I went I went further than that. So and then you know it's crazy that I've gotten a year. We've gotten a year, and hopefully few more to come who, who knows hopefully <laughs> with things with, yeah. with life and stuff like that hopefully it doesn't interrupt it too much you know yeah. but we were
1: um, with the punches it's all good
0: yep oh i i also forgot to mention in our news segment we have both signed up to join the virtual premiere for star yes. trek Picard season two
1: so they got it <laughs> I hope I get invited. Well, it,
0: yeah, yeah, you'll you're, more than likely. Okay, you know, that's you, good. Yeah, the more, way they worded than than it, that
1: was a little like, is this kind of raffley? and like you sign up and hopefully you get it, or you just have to kind of know, like, based on, I didn't know how many people had signed up. All I saw was like, you know, just the mention of like first come first serve. It'll close once it's full. Yeah, once. Like, all
0: right. Yeah, and I think it's probably full by now. Yeah. I would think. So, yeah so good yeah, on you for I,
1: reminding me you were like do it and I'm like okay
0: yeah it's just like I forgot I, I to mention that is like you know uh because it's it's it was fun doing it because I didn't because I got in on the discovery one
1: yeah so
0: and, cool. and it was very f- very quick I got in that one and and then very quick I got into this one hopefully and you know we'll, yeah. we'll definitely we'll how get do you emails find out about the, these?
1: do you just like do you just follow places that do watch parties or like how did you hear about that? I actually,
0: a friend of mine messaged me on Facebook about it. So that's how I knew about it. We can pause if you need to.
1: <laughs> you're just being super you're... annoying. I'm like, uh, for anybody yeah. listening to this, I have annoying cats uh, when we record. Like, I have three <laughs> cats and they are pacing. They can tell that it's a nice day out in Minnesota and they're being yeah. super frisky. I'm like, quit it like about ready to put them on the podcast be like you guys want
0: to talk about star trek is that why you're excited you guys can come have your say no i actually like finding out about this virtual premiere i found out from a friend of mine actually he messaged me on facebook going like why don't you sign up you need you want to sign up go for it and you know that's what i did and i encouraged you to do it and i encouraged a few of my other friends who are star trek fans to sign up I don't so know they could are you, are en- you enjoy enjoy to... w- enjoy what i did
1: yeah for like yeah. i don't know if you're allowed to talk about but it's just like the setting and the format of it is it like you're all on a call together or you're all just tuning into the same stream or like is it like a virtual watch party you... or like a?
0: it's a virtual premiere so pretty okay. much um what what will happen is you know granted it's our one year anniversary but we can talk about this yeah uh what it happened, all, I feel
1: like one year anniversary was kind of like a he- free for all I feel like you know it
0: was it was it was so what you'll get um was what happens is that I'm basing this on what I did with the discovery one back in November um you'll get an email from paramount plus about a day before it will be available before it comes out and you'll get a code and a special website to go to and you have to type in that code. You can't join it with like, yeah. test it about 15 minutes before, so 615 hour time. So on that on the second. So um so you'll be able to watch the episodes, uh probably we'll probably get the first two episodes of Picard yeah. season two. Based on what I'm I I'm just basing this on my discovery experience. So yep. I know we'll get the first episode for sure. Mm-hmm. yeah you know, we we'll get to we'll get to see it about six hours before everyone else gets to yeah so and we'll be able to talk about that episode like right away like yeah. we'll be able to talk that episode, like, that episode like roughly about a day or two afterward mm-hmm. but if we get episode two, which is probably likely yeah so at the end of that one you'll get a disclaimer saying. You are not allowed to divulge anything about what you've just seen Yep. about this episode until the day after it drops, which will be – episode two drops on March 10th, so you'll be able to talk about it after the 10th. Gosh, was that hard.
1: Yeah, that's the only thing I'd be like, oh, man.
0: <sighs> it, that was very, very hard to um, – because I – help out on other podcasts. I give them like mm-hmm. feedback on episode discovery and stuff like that. And I had seen the first two episodes and I had to write, I could, I can't say anything about episode two just yeah. yet, but Don't here's what I think them. about episode one. <laughs> yeah. So, and stuff like that. So I was helping them out saying like, Oh, here's my reaction to episode one. Here's what I liked about it. Here's what I didn't like yeah. about it. it it's stuff like that. And I said, I can't say anything about episode two yet. Yeah. <laughs> which is really really hard it was very very hard not to say anything about it on social media at all mm-hmm. I the only thing I said was the first episodes were amazing I highly recommend you watch it yeah that's all I could that's well, all I could say going
1: into going into new year here we'll get a chance to do a review of Picard hopefully yeah. and talk about it
0: hopefully yeah, definitely. We're talking about definitely. I, I'm looking forward to doing this again because it's 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 a lot of fun. Because um, I'm not sure because uh, um, the theme for the premiere of Discovery Season Four was based around Starfleet Academy, oh. which was very featured in the first episode of Season Four. Like they mentioned that they were reopening Starfleet Academy, they were doing all this okay. thing in the wake of after the burn and stuff like that, and trying to reunite the feder reunite the Federation. And they were going to start the new class of 3189 with this new group of cadets and stuff like that. So that was pretty much the, the, the theme of Discovery Season 4 was the premiere for that one was. I don't know what they're going to do for the theme of this premiere. But um, I have a feeling it's probably not going to be very, very bright yeah uh because of this because of the totalitarian, terror th- this is the alternate universe yep so i have a feeling that's going to be very very like dark and probably we'll get to know the name of this organization this totalitarian ter- federation
1: i'm curious about that and just yeah. understanding what's going on like i just getting to feel that i'm excited
0: yeah, so you'll be able to watch it, yeah, watch the first episodes probably, and so with that, participate in a trivia contest. I think they'll probably do that again. They did that for. Is it season hosted by four. the same
1: people that did the discovery, or is that like it, who organized it,
0: it? 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 I think it was. I think it will be. Okay. I mean, they were just they were just like actors. I think they were just like random people. Yeah. I think. So, but uh, they had they had a trivia segment and so like that. Um, with people who were participating in it and so with that, and like, I think the winner got to announce that they were going to watch, we were going to watch season two, season four, episode two. But, uh, but I was like, I was expecting that third, fifth season, a a renewal announcement rather than that, back then. Yeah. But, but, uh, it's okay because we eventually got the fifth season renewal. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: but yeah, I'm looking forward who to knows. it.
0: Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen in this? Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yep. You'll get an email about it and then uh, you'll be able to yes. join in <laughs> and, and talk and, and talk with fans. There'll be a chat, chat thing on the side. You can talk with your fans, stuff like talk with fans. Like, yep. Oh, this was cool. Oh, It was not cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just getting <sighs> worried hearing that and participating. it will be sweet. It'd be something cool yeah. for us to talk about
0: yeah and I, I i participated a few times in it, and I was saying like mm-hmm. like like I was talking about uh president rilek the one of the recurring characters for the season of discovery, thought that she was more acting like Kai Wyn, but that has not for, come to fruition for yeah. me um so yeah so that's what pretty much what happened so yeah, this would be one thing that we can mention about uh, next year for our second year anniversary, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> talking about this. But, yeah, um, yeah. so the past year, um, we've had some ups and downs, obviously, you know, regarding this podcast. Obviously, Wife well, has our, occurred all year. Our
1: first, our first <laughs> episode was like a gamble because our first episode had technical difficulties, which was yep. tough. But then we finally yeah. got, got it figured out and yeah. moved forward with that.
0: Yep, we did. Yep, we had audio issues the first two episodes because we recorded two of them. Yep. And that, that's, that's what we generally do is try to record two episodes per every two weeks. Just to just, you know, that way you can have a episode going like every week. But there have been mm-hmm. gaps in it too. Yep. Um, like there have been small gaps, unlike the long one. But uh, <laughs> we had back in August to September, so through September, and then finally came back in October right before I left for my trip. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, getting robbed. Oh, my gosh. I hope yeah. I never go through that again.
1: Not, not yeah. cool. And taking away a b- major part of you getting to both work and do your hobbies. So super yeah. not recommend going through that. And just very troubling and sucks because then how do you trust? like your apartment to make sure that people aren't they're not having people move in that do stuff like that because obviously somebody who probably lived in your apartment or had their eyes on you which is super unfortunate but all you can hope for is that that doesn't ruin your perspective on humanity or like people less because of that bad experience
0: yeah yeah it was just crazy uh yeah (laughs) Yeah, so um, I know that you know. I think we've had some very good episodes, and I think we've had some really disappointing ones, but that's okay. Uh, We can definitely have this next year. We're playing a lot bigger, better things, Mm -hmm. (laughs) obviously. And uh, I just gotta, you know, get the ball rolling on that.
1: Yeah,
0: Uh, that's pretty much it's all fall. It's all my court. I just gotta throw the ball in their court. So. Pretty much. And, uh, stuff like that. So we're going to try to get more guests on the show and try to get, uh, we'll be on theirs. as like, like I said before, we're be cool podcasting for us to be guests. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I scratch your back, you scratch mine, that kind of thing. Um, but stuff like that. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what we're going to try to do. Um, try to go by the seat of our pants regarding all of this Star Trek mm-hmm. content, but, 'Cause you know, we got like Picard coming up, we got Strange New Worlds, we got lower decks and more prodigy at the end of Discovery season four. So it's a lot of Star Trek content between now and probably whenever it takes a little break.
1: Yeah.
0: Because um, we don't There's know a lot exactly to talk when. About
1: too. Like we, yeah, we've done some stuff. episodes where we were just talking about episodes of like current Star Trek shows. And it'll be exciting to have way more to discuss. Like we have a lot more chances to do discussions and threads and reflections on multiple shows now, rather than just being like predictions or hopes for a new show or announcements. Mm -hmm. It'll be us actually reviewing it and reflecting on it.
0: Yes, totally. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm hoping to, yeah, to do this year. I mean, granted, we can like I think once the trailer comes out for Strange in the World whenever that will be yeah um we'll definitely do it we we'll definitely do an episode about that yeah that for sure for
1: sure
0: <laughs> whenever that whenever that will be <laughs> yeah all right yeah so um i guess that's about it um happy one year everybody yeah. um
1: virtual cheers wait what's the what's the cheers in klingon
0: uh, um, i don't know what it is i don't I, think they have one
1: i thought they to yell something
0: why am I that's it. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, just laugh. like a yeah.
1: people yelling that all the time, and I'm like, hey,
0: yeah. nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's about it for this episode and next week episode 39 we're gonna do number five of the character analysis about captain jonathan archer so until then take care and live long and prosper live
1: long and prosper